Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Connected by Community, a podcast brought to you here to bring you interest about our community, nonprofits, businesses, and interest around our community. And uh, my name is Brian Ballantyne. I'm joined by Anthony Colincheco and our special guest today, Mr. Brandon Bennett. We are so honored to have you. Thanks for coming today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Well, my pleasure. And we were joking before, and I'm going to go ahead and give away some of the stuff we were talking about before. Uh, you know, we came up together around the same time, obviously different things we did, but we were in high school and college around the same time, uh, even at USC. So I got some people that I know are going to be a little jealous you're sitting here, so it kind of makes me reminisce about the day, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. <laughs> and you know, my kids watch this, you know what they're going to say? You're old, Dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know the film. <laughs> yeah. I get that a lot and laughed at a lot now. But anyway, thanks again for, for being here. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, so maybe just to, for those who don't know you, tell, tell us a little bit about kind of your background. I think you grew up in the community where you grew up and where you started out uh, in, in your career. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm a tailored native. Not many of those. I know it's not many. <laughs> not many for real, you know. But uh, yeah, I grew up in the Taylors area, went to uh, Riverside High School. Um, three-sport athlete there, played football, basketball, and track. Um, was given a scholarship to South Carolina, University of South Carolina, to play football. And, um, you know, have, did my four years there and uh, had the opportunity, was blessed enough to be able to go and play professionally for 10 years. Played seven with the Bengals. I played with Miami, Chicago, and uh, finished up with the Panthers. So, you know, uh, you know, sports has been my life. Sports has been something that I've been able to really uh, take care of my family with. Uh, be able to create a lot of relationships and, um, you know, blessed to be back here, loving being back in South Carolina, you know, after retiring and, and being able to now uh, offer assistance to other aspiring athletes. So, it, it, you know, uh, mentor young kids that are wanting to, you know, either go in sports, but then also just trying to help them to be outstanding student, uh, citizens in the society, you know. That's awesome. So you're taking a passion you love did something really cool and interesting and, and, and continued that uh, through, through different things. And one of the things I'm admiring already is your humbleness because, man, you are freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, you, you are really a great running back. Again, I followed you heavily at USC and did a lot of cool things, and maybe we'll talk about that later. So right. let's, uh, <laughs> let's, yeah. let's I'm a huge sports fan. Uh, growing up in Philadelphia, sorry, I'm an Eagles fan. So I, I, I wore my I wore green today. I was going to wear my Eagles jersey, but I decided to uh, go with the green uh, BCA shirt instead. Right. Um, let's talk about uh, a little bit about the mindset. What's different from going from college to to the NFL? Um, you know what? It's funny because you know people always think that we're just out there playing and and just it's all natural stuff and God-given talent, which a lot of it, I mean, it is. But the thing is, is that with going from college to pro, you had to really understand that, hey, now I'm with the elite of the elite. You know, so these are guys now that maturity-wise have gotten to the point where they're, they're grown men and they're understanding why they're out there to feed their families, to take care of themselves and stuff. So with that, you know, having to understand the difference between you know, it's been college and we having fun and we're going to go out and play around with buddies later on and things like that to now, you know, this is a, my true life. You know, this is, this is something that I have to do to be able to make sure that I'm taken care of, my family's taken care of and everything because at any given time, somebody else knew was coming in. You know, so being able to prepare myself and understanding, you know, needing to get home, needing to go to sleep, needing to eat right, you know, needing to be able to uh, 
prepare myself mentally and physically for the day. You know, uh, I used to tell everybody that, you know, playing professional football, it was just like anybody else going to their job. That's how I took it. That's how I approached it. So my dress was like that. You know, my my um, intelligence as far as talking to people and how I carried myself was like that because, you know, my mother used to always tell me, you are your own corporation. People are going to invest in what they like. You know, so I always would try to go, especially when I'm in the pros, just trying to make sure that I carried myself in a way that people liked it, people wanted to be around it, and felt as though I uh, – was just somebody that you know that they wanted to be around, you know, because that's what that's what that's what longevity is. Being able to make sure that not just on the field but outside of the the sport, I'm doing the things I need to do too. Also, I gotta tell you, I just gotta. So one of the coolest things I love about doing this podcast is the unique people we've met. And one of the things you've just me and my son were having a little conversation this this weekend, and 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 he's gonna listen to this because I'm gonna make. <laughs> I love what your mom said. Uh, maybe we can have your mom on here. Uh, so you're your own corporation. I've already have a great takeaway from that. You know, my son and I, he runs a little landscaping business. Nice. I call it his little side hustle because he, yeah. he'll do anything nobody wants to do, make right. a lot of money, whatever. He's hard, hard, hard. Smart hard. man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> but I told him this weekend, I said, it's very important for you to be unique and different in this world is you do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Life's about relationships. I, I preach that to my kids Definitely. and preach to my kids, but I'm going to add on the tagline, you're your own corporation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like yeah, that a lot. Definitely. And that's how I talk to my boys. You know, I tell them that people, you know, the first thing they see is is visual. You know what I mean? And, and you never know what their thoughts are going to be of you visually. So now the intelligence that comes out your mouth, the way you dress, the people that you surround yourself is what's going to be what, what either puts you on a high level or drops you all the way down. You know, so with that, I always tell them, hey, you know what? Do all the things that you need to do to be thought of how you want to be thought of. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Before we jump into what you're doing today, I I have to ask this one question. Um, I'm a huge Ray Lewis fan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He's (laughs) a beast. What was it like uh, to play against Ray Lewis? It was, you know what, Ray Lewis, and the funny thing is this, Ray Lewis is very intense, but he's also, he was a good person. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a good guy. He just, when you get on the NFL level, you understand that people take it serious. But we also understand that, you know, that this is our job. This feeds our family. You know, so whereas a lot of times people think that we don't like each other, we dislike each other, we want to hurt each other. That's not the, that's not it. You know, we all care about each other. You know, on the football field, yeah, we try to knock each other helmet off. But, you know, after the game, we all go hang out. Before the game, you know, they come. You know, we have people that come from other teams and stuff, buddies and things, and they'll take us out, show us around their town and things like that or whatever, you know. So, you know, Ray Lewis was a beast now, and he was he was very intense and all that or whatever, but he was a good person too. Now. He had that way of changing that mindset of off the field, on the field, which is, I think, very difficult for an athlete. To you know, it's funny because, like, I'm I'm, like, super laid back like very laid back. You know, I've never been in a fight ever in my life. You know, and people are just like, but you get on the football field and you get crazy with it. And I'm like, you have to be able to do that. You have to be able to turn turn it on and off because for one, you know, I got to make sure that you're taken care of, you know, you're taken care of, my teammates are taken care of out there because you can, you can really get hurt out there. You know, so the mentality has to be able to, has to be one of being able to truly look into yourself and say, okay, what is going to be, the, the, 
whatever it is that gets me hyped up to be able to go out here and com- and perform and do what I need to do to make sure that not only myself, you know, does do a great job, but my partners do a great job also. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things, man. Like, is football is something now, and you meet a lot of different people, you know. But you meet a lot of people too that you you truly get to see the inside of them and understand who they truly are. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing today and how you're in. You know, the, our podcast here is connected by community. Uh, I know you do a lot of things with community. Yeah. So talk to us about your business and what you're doing for the community and, and how you serve. You know what I have? Uh, I do. Um, sports training, wellness mm-hmm. programs, mentoring, shadowing, things like this. What I try to do is I try to get with with not just athletes, but individuals just trying to figure out what they want to do in life. You know, a lot of times what, what people don't realize is that when you look at, pro, let's do use professional sports and stuff. So you say it's about 70 some, 76, 78 percent. We were doing the numbers one day was on the NFL call and they were just talking about how we have uh, so many athletes come out and they have no idea what they want to do with themselves. So they go through depression and drinking and, you know, just other type things or whatever, negative things or whatever that, you know, is unkind. You, would, you wouldn't expect them to do, but now, you know, they're trying to figure out what I do. You've been told all your life how great you are. You know, your sport has been something that, you know, you've been able to, to do to be able to either carry yourself through school or make money with. Now you come out and it's like, okay, hey, you know what? It's nice to meet Brandon Bennett right now, but what else do you have to offer? It's not football anymore. You know, so with that, I try to get with younger kids and things like that. Of, and like I said, not just athletes, but any kids and try to get them to understand that, hey, you know what? Why are you living at home with mom and dad? Try to find out some other things you want to do, you know? Go out there and be a bag boy at the grocery store and, you know, go – do some charity things at a veterinarian spot, or, you know, do just try to figure out what you truly want to do because it's going gonna, it's gonna to come a point in time, whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether you're blessed enough to go to the pros, after that, that you're going to have to try to invest in something, you know what I mean, that is going to be able to help you, to bring you money, to be able to take care of yourself, take care of your family. You know, so I love doing the sports training, you know, but I also love doing the the other parts as far as being able to help kids try to figure out what they're going to do. And that's, you know, I contact uh, buddies of mine and I ask them, you know, if I have a kid that says, hey, you know what, I want to be a lawyer. Then I, hey, man, can he come and shadow behind you to kind of see what your day to day is? You know, so being able to do those type things, man, I just I, I enjoy it. I really get joy from just watching other people, you know, uh, not just reach goals, but surpass them. And helping them try to figure out what direction they're going to go into, you know. Um, and in sports wise, you know, with sports wise, I have a, a company, Thirty Six Elite, also, and we do. Uh, I do AAU USA Track and Field. So at that point, when you got athletes that are really saying, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna be able to do something," I think that I'm pretty good. Now I'm gonna put them in front of kids that are doing this, and that's what their whole life is: is trying to be that number one guy. Because what they have to realize is this. When you start talking about getting recruited by somebody, you're not just talking about being the best in Greenville and Greer and Taylor's or whatever. You're talking about being the best in the world because that's what these colleges are recruiting for, from. You know, so at that point, I want to be able to show those kids these type athletes that normally you wouldn't hear about unless you get out there on the circuit and be able to see and compete against kids from um, California, Puerto Rico, Mexico, 
you know, all these different places or whatever like that. So, you know, 36 Elite, we do that. Um, I'm with Elite Total Fitness. I'm the sports performance guy there. And, um, you know, it's, it's straight speed and agility, quickness, anything for any sport, male, female. I'm just trying to teach them, you know, how to perfect the craft, how to look at the little things. I, t I tell people all the time, and this is with business and life, period. Work on the little things and the big things are going to happen. You know, so I'm big on being able to be a technician and trying to teach these kids how to look at themselves and see what are the things they need to do to be able to be a better athlete. I want to piggyback on the mentoring thing for a second, selfishly, if you might. And um, so I have a daughter that plays volleyball. Mm -hmm. And I say, I joke it around the office, we play volleyball 14 out of 12 months out of the right, year. Right, right. Uh, because we go, we play high school ball, then we go straight into travel ball. Right. And then there's not even a break. It used to be a break, but that doesn't happen anymore. And she loves it. She, you know, it's a game she loves and is passionate about. But one of the interesting things in doing travel, the longer you do that, the elite of the elite stay. Yes. And you go down to Orlando or you go up mm -hmm. to Indianapolis or you go compete where they're coming from all over the country and Puerto Rico definitely, and some of the other definitely. places. And you get to say, oh, maybe I'm not so <laughs> great, right? It's I'm opening. good. <laughs> yes. And so talk to me a little bit. How, and, and, you know, college and pros great, but more commonly the high schoolers, right. you know, selfishly because I got high schoolers, definitely. but I see a lot of this out there. They're good athletes and, and maybe have something to offer, but their career in athletics professionally, if you will, being on that high school team is coming to an end. And it is about picking an avenue, not that you can't continue to do well in um, intramural sports in college right. or that you can't have fun with it or stay in shape, but how do you harness the power of what you learn in athletics, the discipline to translate to a successful life? What are some of the things you do there with young kids in your mentorship? You know, um, you know, I, I like I said, I just try to find out who they are as a person. I ask them questions and try to just get them to talk to me, kind of open up a little bit, um, talk to them without parents talking. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, is that as a parent, you know, I'm like, man, my boy is this and he could do that and do this. And, you know, you ask a question, I'd be like, well, he did it. You know what I mean? But then you're looking at the, the, the kid over there and it's like, does he feel like the dad? Or the, you know what I mean? So I like to kind of get the kid to talking a little bit, kind of see, you know, because because at that point you're able to see okay, is he shy or is she shy, you know, um, what is he or she really passionate in, you know? What I mean, it sounds good, but is he or she really wanting to do this, you know? So kind of do that, and then we'll talk about like what you're talking about. I'm like, hey, you know what? To be playing on that high school, I mean, on that college level, you have to be the best. You have to be one of the best. You think about it, man. Colleges may not only have but ten scholarships to give. It's more than that. High school's around here. You know what I mean? And they're able to pick from any and everybody all over the world. You know, so with that, now I need to know that, hey, seriously, you're going to do the things that you need to do, and that's in school. That's outside of school because this is the thing. You know, when, when these colleges look at you, you're a face of that program. You're a face for it. You know, so if they don't like that face, then they're not, they're not going to look at you. You know, so you have to start looking at those type things and what are you are – you, apt to not get on the internet and play on all these different social medias or whatever, or you're strong enough to say, hey, I'm not going to this party and I'm not going to, you know, interact with this person or do these type things or whatever. So, you know, I go through those type things with them and just talking to them and say, okay, this is what it's going to take. Because as as you get higher up in those sports, they're going to look at any and everything that you got going on. You know, it's interesting you say that. And I guess, and 
in back in your day in college, there wasn't social media, wasn't. right? <laughs> and that's a huge. And, and I tell my kids, <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> my, I tell my my kids, everything you do in your life is recorded. Yeah. So if you wouldn't do it in front of Jesus in church, probably shouldn't do it, right? right? right. Not that you should be anyway, but nowadays right, right. there's no forgiveness. And so I have heard the college level, and I'm sure even the pros, they want to know what kind of person you are, like you're talking about. So I, I, I compliment you for doing that because I think young kids get distracted very easily, even adults, and saying things, and you need to be well thought out when you say things. And that image you're portraying, is it really who you are? Or did you act impulsively? Uh, and that shows something about your character. Well, I mean, definitely. You know, I, I talk to, it's funny because I got two boys that are in college right now. One is a track kid at, uh, limestone mm -hmm. he does triple and long jump and the other one is at coastal carolina he's football player mm -hmm. and he does track also whatever and we do kind of like this and i ask him questions like okay hey you know what good game today but quarterback stunk it up what do you do you know what's going on did that hurt the team you know and the whole the whole deal with that is to get him used to thinking about this like i'm not going to talk bad about my player i would never I don't ever, I do a lot of a lot of talking and things like this, and I will never, I don't talk bad about people because that thing can flip around and be on you in a minute. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was like, so what do you say? And he said, hey, you know what? Sometimes, you know, plays don't go as we expect them to. Us as just teammates got to make plays. So was it him doing bad or was it us not doing the stuff we need to do? We're all held to, you know, some type standard. So at that point, you know, did I drop? Did I not reach the standard, or did he? Because you're looking at the quarterback and thinking that he messed up, but maybe he didn't. Maybe I ran the wrong route, or maybe, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I try to always, and in life, you know, I always I try to tell him that too. I said sometimes people aren't going to like you, you know, but that doesn't mean you don't look on the other side and try to figure out why wouldn't this guy like me? What did he do? Why did I? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm. I think I'm almost. I'm almost uh, passionate, like uh, okay to a fault. Everything is okay to a fault because I'm always like, you know, he acted this way, he acted this way, but why? Did he have a bad day that day? You know, what's going on here on that side or whatever? You know what I mean? But I'd much rather, I'd much rather be me, you know, being too passionate about something and caring too much than not enough and then me being a problem, Yep. you know? That's probably rare nowadays. <laughs> talk, talk, oh, man. Well, what's one yep. question? I know Anthony wants to jump in. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you good? I'm you're all right. And I'm, and again, selfishly, I'm thinking about yeah. my daughter because yeah, we yeah. go through some of these things. So, you, let's say you're a pretty good athlete in high school, right? right. You're playing some competition ball, whether it's volleyball, baseball, football. Mm -hmm. And, and I, again, I'm just thinking about volleyball. Half inch jump matters, right? Your <laughs> yeah. vertical matters, right? Yes. And so I talked about my daughter going out there doing some box jumps, and I'm no trainer like you. But maybe talk about, and you can use volleyball or a different sport, what are some of the things to get just a half inch better? I know when, you know, talking about when Tiger Woods was at the peak of his game, right. the difference of his stroke and number two wasn't much, but the earnings were tenfold, right? The difference in the top and number two is dramatic, and right. when you go down, so that athlete, how important it is to get it, but maybe some of the physical things using maybe volleyball and other sport to get a half inch. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that stretching. You know, I think that's one of the one of the biggest things is that a lot of kids aren't stretching or anything, so their muscles are naturally tight. So now you're expecting to get out here and be explosive, but you haven't even stretched to get explosive. I mean, you think about this. We sit in here, and then now we leave up out of here and just go start playing basketball. We're not gonna we're not gonna be able to get off the ground either. You know what I mean? But if we stretch and warm up, then now we're going to be able to 
do better than what we do. We still might just only get that much. <laughs> but <Hate> that. <laughs> Exactly. But like you said, that matters. You know what I mean? So, I mean, a lot of times, you know, just stretching. You know, I tell any athletes that I, that I know in the morning time, get up and stretch. You've been laying around for eight, nine, ten hours, sometimes whatever, and you haven't done anything. Now you get up and start moving around and you're wondering why your body is sore when you take off real quick because it's been, it's been relaxed for way too long. Stretch. You know, get on the, some stairs. Everybody, there's some stairs by around your house somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get on there and then do calf raises. You know, going up and down, that's going to stretch it, but it's also going to strengthen, and it's going to strengthen your ankles. You know, um, jump rope. It's so funny, man. I've been doing a lot of jumping rope with, with some of my athletes and things like this, and this is crazy how kids don't know how to jump rope. And I was telling them this is going to date us. But, you know, when we were, when I was in elementary school, you're talking about we had physical ed data, whereas we had to do push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, jump rope, you know, the uh, softball throw, run, run around, run a lap and all this, and everything was time type stuff or whatever. You know, a lot of these kids aren't, aren't doing that. You know what I mean? So now you want to be a good athlete or whatever, but you've not done any of the things that that you could be doing at home. Not not just being at practice and stuff like that. You you might go to practice and you're there only there for an hour, or maybe not even that long. You're standing around around thirty minutes of that time. You know, so then you wonder why you're not doing good or whatever. How warmed up are you? How good have you have you been doing? Did you go out there and participate? And did you do anything to help you get better that day? You know, so. Push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, um, steps, stair walks where you step in over steps, like maybe go to every other step, then every third step, hopping up the steps like that or whatever. Those are the type of things that's going to help you with explosive muscles. So I'm hearing things off the court. It's what you do off yes, the court. Yes, sir. Gracie, you hear that, baby girl? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to. You have to because you think about it. When coaches get you to practice, a lot of times all they want to work on is our scheme for the game or right. whatever. You know, so it might be a lot of a lot of standing around, and then sometimes, you know, only certain people may be getting a lot of the reps. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, you've been in practice and all that or whatever, but did you really get quality reps to be able to help you get better? You know, so if not, you need to do it at home. Preparation for that rep. Yes, sir. Yeah, my wife's going to be saying, "What are you doing on our steps?" <laughs> Before you going out to play golf, I'm going to say Brandon Bennett told me I need to be doing these. To loosen up That's so, right. I, so I can play like Tiger. That's no. right. Tell her, you be telling her I'm getting my hips loose. So now when I go to swing through, I bring the I bring the hip through. That ball goes. So. I do have a, another mindset question. Um, when kids are out there playing and they make that bad play, and I see right. this a lot in uh, grade school, high school. Um, my, my cousins are my uh, nephews a really good soccer player. Mm -hmm. um, make a bad play and they just lose it. How do you get players to sort of that tiger mindset? You hit a bad shot and just turn it off and just hit that next shot. You know, I, I try to tell them if they train with me, I tell them when we're, when we're here training, do all the things that you want to try at practice at the game. You know what I mean? Because now you figure it out right here that this don't work. <laughs> what coach is saying works. You know what I mean? So I have them practice different things like that. But then also if they're playing, I just tell – you know what? I always tell them, make it up. Get it back. You know what I mean? Go out there and do something. You're going to make mistakes. I played 10 years in the NFL. I made a bunch of mistakes, you know. And I was getting paid for it. So why wouldn't you make mistakes, you know? But the difference is with me is that I made that mistake and I'm going to go and try to fix it. I'm not just going to say, well, hey, that game is over and I'm going to go and move on. 
you know. So that's the thing is that you have to be able to be able to understand that okay, I'm gonna make mistakes, but I'm gonna come and keep working hard, and I'm gonna go back in my mind and the things that I've been practicing, I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? And if if you if you can't, then I, that's a big problem. But as a coach too, what I've done too plenty of times is that you know I've been out there coaching and I. A kid messed up, and you know what? I go to him, I say, hey, that's my fault. I messed up right there. I called the wrong play, even though I didn't. But I needed to save that kid to make sure that he or she goes back and does gets back, get her mindset back ready to play. You know what I mean? So I talk to coaches sometimes about those type things and say, hey, you know, you got to know your players. You got to know who you're dealing with, and you got to know how to get them to compete. And when they get down and they're struggling or whatever, you need to be able to have those words to be able to get them out of that and still know that you got confidence because the thing is this, they want to make you happy. They want to make the fans happy. They want to make their mom and dad happy. So they're giving you everything they got. So screaming and hollering and fussing at them is not going to help the situation. It's going to add added stress and anxiety. And now they may go the other way instead of doing what they need to be out there doing. You know, so I think that you, you got to be able to talk to them. You got to be able to get them to understand that, hey, you know what, we make mistakes. It is what it is, and we'll work on that when the game is over. But right now, I need you to go out there and do what I'm expecting you to do, and that's kill it. You mentioned parents. What, what's a little bit of uh, advice that you would give parents on the sidelines? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other show, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm one of them on the sidelines now, too. I'm like, what? You know. But you know what? I, I think that realistically, you know, let, let the coaches coach. Yeah, the thing is that it's, it's wild because with all the football that I played, I could hear my mom's voice in the stands. No matter where we were, no matter at Williams Bryce, we have 90,000, 85, however many. You know what I mean? My mother would say something, and I'd be like, bam, that's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that people have to understand that your kids can hear your voice. It's a different type deal. You, you hear about babies that are born, and, you know, they're crying, and their mom says something to them, and they stop. You know what I mean? That's kind of like how it is all through your life. You know what I mean? That that mom's voice or that dad's voice, you can hear that thing from anywhere. So I think that you parents, you have to be careful about what you're saying and how you're saying it. You know, with my boys, like I said, they both play college sports and stuff like that. I do not talk negative about their coach. Even though if I don't like something that's going on and I know that, hey, it should be like this, whatever, whatever. I don't say anything because that can influence who he is in my son's eyes. And then with that, my sons may be like, well, I don't like him. I don't want to. And see, that comes at you. If you're sitting here and you have a, if you don't like your coworkers, if you don't like your, your boss, if you don't like certain people around you or whatever, it's hard to just be able to not show that. You know what I mean? Whether it's, hey, how you doing? Hey. You know what I mean? It, so you have to be careful. So with kids and, and you know, parents, I think that you, as a parent, you have to be careful about how do you how do you say things. I think you need to let that coach coach because this is, bottom line is this, if he ain't doing or she ain't doing what the coach said, he, ain't gonna, he or she ain't going to play. So, you know, you have to enforce, hey, you know what, listen to what he says. You know what I mean? I don't like what he's doing. Dad, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I understand, son. But – you don't understand what his rhyme of reasons is. You don't understand what the scheme is. You might not understand what his reasoning is for you doing this. You know, so don't always assume that he's wrong 
or whatever because it might fit into the grand scheme of what he's doing for y'all to be successful. You know, sounds a little bit like parenting. These are similar conversations <laughs> I have every week with my kid. Yeah. Yes, I'm telling you to do this and whatever. I mean, it's there are similarities. It is just it being is. a parent. Definitely. Yeah. Let me let me ask this. And we talked a lot about athletics, both both from college, professional, and what you do today. What other than God given talent? Because you have to have God given talent to be an Definitely. elite athlete. You know, uh, no matter what I do, I'm not going to be an elite athlete, right? <laughs> Um, but but what do you see are maybe the top one or two things that it takes other than God-given talent to be an elite athlete, whatever your sport is? I think that it's, it's being able to look at yourself and say, and be truthful. Like literally look at yourself and be truthful and say, hey, you know what? I need to work on this. I need to work on that. A lot of times you get kids and, and people, us in, us in life, you know what I mean? You find yourself and, and you find yourself working on what's good. But But when do you work on what's bad and try to raise that level up you know and when you talked about going high school college pros whatever the difference is this my negatives were were getting closer to the positives as i got older as i started playing in college and in the pros or whatever so now when i started playing you know i mean i'm able to run left run right block left block right you know pick up the pass pick up the blitz pick up ray lewis you know what i mean (laughs) you know but but I'm able to to kill the negatives, you know what I mean? And to where it was one of those things where, you know, when I was playing, they called me the tool man. And people was like, dude, you got all these different great names and all this whatever, and you got the tool man? And my coach came in. He came in in the interview, and he said, the reason we call Brandon the tool man is this. He said, how many times will you take your car to a mechanic or electrician or whatever, and he, had, he doesn't have a tool to fix your car or your air conditioning or whatever? He said, Brandon is able to be plugged into any place on this team and we're confident and know the job going to get done. You know, so I tell people all the time, I'm saying, be able to look. I'm going to look at you. I'm going to look at you. And I'm going to see what you do better than me and what you do better than me. And I'm going to add that into me. So now I got what I can do and I got what you can do and what you could do all in one. And I'm going to listen to coach. And coach going to say, man, you did terrible, man. I don't like that. You did good, man. This is what we're looking for. And at that point, I filter you out. I filter you out. And what he has over there, I'm taking all that in because I know that's what he wants. You know, so if you're not constantly evaluating yourself and looking at what you do and being, you know, I mean, strong enough to say, hey, I stink at this right here, whatever. I need to get better with this. And he's better at me than that. And I need to add that into who I am. You're not going. You're not going to do what you need to do. You got to be able to get everything in there. You got to be able to look at yourself each and every day, and that's every day. That's not just one time a month, next month, and they, that's that's every day. When I went to practice every day, I picked three or four things every day that I was going to work on, and with that, you know, what I mean, it helped me to get better. You know what I mean? It helped me to get better, and then I use that outside of life. I mean, outside of uh, in the rest of my life, outside of sports. You know, and start looking at things that I mess up on and all this or whatever. And you're going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes, you know, but are you going to look and try to figure out how do I better myself and do better next time? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's great advice just in general, um, even in our profession. You know, what are we good at versus what are we not good at and just trying to figure out. Brian might be a great public speaker and, I'll, you know, just taking that and just, you know, trying to work on my craft as well. I think that's just great advice all around. 
Well, I think what you're doing for the community and what you've done in your career is just awesome. And I appreciate it as a parent, you mentoring young folks because uh, our community needs it. And we need to all be better no matter whether it's in athletics or what we're going to ultimately do after athletics, right? Because right? right. one day uh, probably God's going to give us the talent and all do that forever. <laughs> yes, um, so we, we just want to thank you with that. And uh, I know Anthony has a question. I think he wants – we always ask everybody, so we're going to put you on the spot. All here. right, you yeah. got it. You got <laughs> it. And, and you can take this question any way you like. Uh, <laughs> what makes you tick? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you, every day I get up, every day I get up, man, I, I sit here and I – text my boys and I tell them I love them. I'm expecting them to, to smile all day, every day and do the best they can to be able to bring other people up with them. You know, I pray that um, every morning, I pray that in somehow, some way, me smiling at somebody, me talking to somebody will, will change, a, change a day for somebody, you know, to help them smile, to help them to keep going because you never know. You never know, you know what I mean, what, uh, what may happen. You know, it's crazy, I was taking my, I was taking my trash out and the trash guy was out there. And you know, it, it's crazy cause I always would like give him water. It's hot out there, man. They on the back mm -hmm. of that truck. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is, it's hot, you know? So I'd give him water, whatever. The other day, man, I so I'm out there last Monday and I took the trash out or whatever. And he said, Brandon, come here. And I was just like, what's up, man? I was like, you need something? He was like, no, I got something for you. I was like, what? He got me a Panthers jersey. The buddy of his was selling a Panthers jersey. And he said, I know you, I remember you played for the Panthers and I appreciate you always coming out and just talking to us. You know, just being able to talk to you and all that or whatever, you know, helps us make it through sometimes. You know, and he handed me a, a Panthers jersey. You know, and I was just like, wow, man, how, how, of a, how much of a blessing was that? Cause he made my day, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's crazy because, you know, I take the time and I ask people how they doing, and I, and I want to know. So I sit and wait. I don't just walk past people and say, how you doing, and just keep it moving. Because if you're just doing that, it's just words coming out your mouth. You know what I mean? So I always try to, I always try to make sure that people, whomever it is, you know, understands that, hey, I appreciate them, and I want to know generally how they're doing. You know, so this guy right here made my day. So, you know, with that, that's, that's, that's my, my deal. That's my deal, man. Every day I want people to smile. I want them to, it's enough crazy stuff out here, man. I want people to just be happy. And, you know, uh, I was talking to my son yesterday and I told him, I said, this is the thing. People are always talking about, man, people don't trust me and believe in me and all this, what all these haters be my motivator type stuff or whatever. I said, well, how about this? How about we get up and we say, you know, all these people love me and, and excited about me coming around and doing stuff and how much better do you feel then? compared to the other way around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's my deal, is that I just want to make people happy. I just want to smile. I want to enjoy life. I, You know what I mean? I hate stress. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you've done that for this podcast, and we haven't given any awards, but on the spot, I'm giving you an award. Motivator of the year on the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate so, it. <laughs> you motivated me, put a smile on my face, and uh, this has been fun and awesome. And uh, it's been so cool. Maybe one day we can have you back and Definitely. learn more about it. But uh, thanks again for all you're doing for the community. And maybe you could just real quick tell folks if they want to reach out to you, how would they find you if they want to say, hey, how could he help me be an elite athlete or, or be a mentor? I mean, you, you could find me at 36 Elite. Google 36 Elite Brandon Bennett. All my information comes up. Um, I'm in Elite Total Fitness. I'm doing personal training, sports-specific training, everything over there too. So 
I'm easy to find. Cool, cool. <laughs> well, look for him. And again, we thank him for being here and thank all, all of you for listening today. Uh, again, we're connected by community brought to you by Ballantine Capital Advisors. Until we see you next time, go out and make our community great. Thanks. All information during this podcast is for discussion purposes only, should not be construed as advice. Please seek the advice of appropriate professionals before acting on anything in this podcast. Past performance is not an indicator of future results. Securities through Tried Advisors, LLC, member FINRA. Advisor services through Ballantine Capital Advisors, Inc., Tried Advisors, and Ballantine Capital Advisors are not affiliate.